What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Rideshare Rodeo, gig economy news and interviews, sponsored by Para and ParaWorks. I'm your host, SJ. It's time to get it on. Welcome, everybody, to Para Presents. We're back. It's the new year. Uh, Para Presents the Gig Economy, a weekly discussion hosted by David Pickerell, the CEO of Para, and myself. Unfortunately, David is not here this week. However, one of our guests on the opposite side of me, as you can see, we are honoring David in Pacific time with his face on the wall at DoorDash headquarters. So <laughs> hopefully everybody found that interesting, amusing. Um I'm gonna. Uh, we're today. We're gonna have a little bit of a different uh, way that we approach this. We're gonna kind of just talk about the ups and downs and pros and cons of 2022 for each of us, and the challenges and maybe some of the 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 brighter points if if there were some. Um, you know, just facing the e how easy it is to be deactivated. You know, how you proceed. Or is it worth the fight to? You know, just a lot of things, but then also how we're going to move into 2023. And I'll say for me, I already have some strategies, but they could be changing. They could alter as we go here. I don't know. We'll have to see uh, how everything plays out. But um, let me introduce everybody first, and then we're just going to jump in. So uh, first of all, uh, he will be joining us in a little bit here. Like I said, David is not with us tonight. He's not feeling well, but he will be back next week. But right below me, we have uh, Jimmy from, from Para, and uh, Jimmy is uh, actually on his way to do a Para Works project in Maryland, so uh, hopefully he'll be joining us here shortly, because that's something we'll talk about a little bit more. Uh, but let me introduce the other three first. So we have Delivering with Ellen. Uh, we have Joe, and I don't, Joe, which channel do I, which channel do I put plug oh, here? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dark room studio right now okay uh, so but, yeah uh, i mean if you're not familiar with joe dark room studio uh joe does a lot of of ride share in the bay area and has for a long time like like i have like since 2015 that's right. and ellen does a lot of delivery in henderson and then we got tony the driven dad who's in my market who does a lot of both so this will be an interesting conversation for sure tony what's up how are you hey how's Hello, it going man? steve and Ellen and Joe and Jimmy too. Happy New yeah. Year, everybody! Happy New yeah, Get happy well, New Year. David. Yeah. Yep. Happy New so, Year. Yeah, I'll take the New Year. I'm all. I'm actually all about 2023. I don't know if I felt this excited at the beginning of 2022 for, and for some yeah. reason, I feel like I did. <laughs> I feel. I really do. I feel like I just was like. That's yeah. because your last interview of 20. Um, 21 was me so i I've made it less exciting for you to go into the meet no because my last audio podcast was with ron both years right 
So but I got you in the wrong mindset for no, it wasn't you, man. <laughs> He's <laughs> but I mean like I, I do. I feel more I feel more positive about this year. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of all about it. I'm ready to tackle it. Yeah. So um I guess uh let's start off a little bit with uh delivery apps because we're gonna get to rideshare too, but um but Ellen, uh, can we talk about what happened with you and DoorDash? Because I just want to point and, and maybe like how you feel about all this right now, where you're at. Well, so it wasn't me that got deactivated, um, but it was my dad, if that's what you're referring to. So yeah. uh, my dad was on DoorDash for three years. He was Top Dasher. Um you know, making good money and he's in California and his, the offers that were coming in weren't terrible. So he was able to accept, you know, orders. And of course there was times that he would have to take orders that were not so great. Anyways, things were going fine, making good money on the large order program, did an order, swipe to complete it. And then it was like, you've been deactivated. And he told me, he said, to this day, he doesn't know the reason why he was deactivated. They said he, they found a shared account, which is, you know, not true, of course. So that was like a couple of weeks ago. And I kept telling him, get on door, get on GrabHub, get on, get on Uber Eats, get on, you know, Instacart, Insta, Instacart, get as many as you possibly can because DoorDash has a are known to deactivate. And from what I've seen um, through Facebook and other groups like that, from what I've seen, people who are top dash are kind of tend to sort of be deactivated. And I think it's because they pay, their pay is maybe it's higher. I don't really know exactly, but I told him get on Uber, get on Grubhub, get on those other apps. And um, so thank God he did. (laughs) Thank God he did. And, as of right now, he is still deactivated from DoorDash, and you know they give him the runaround, and you, they you they give everybody the runaround. That's why I was going to ask you: Do they is he actively really being aggressively active him, to get back on the platform? Though I mean, they told him to he has to wait ninety days before they even attempted. So they send him an email. He emails that person. It, it doesn't go anywhere. He calls this one. This one doesn't go anywhere. So. He's just like he wants to get back on DoorDash. I mean, my so, dad. So, 80... so wait a minute. I, I just want to understand this. So, okay, so he's done this for years. He's been a top dasher. He's, you know, like he, he's jumped through their hoops for a while. Yes. Something happened, and I, I actually know about this happening with our friend Van. Uh, oh, remember that DoorDash deliveries. I mean, the same yeah. thing. He had top he, dasher. He well, was. It was a no. shared. It was allegedly. Yeah, he had. A, he had account. actually the same email about a shared account. Yeah. Which so when I, you said that, I was like, I remember this exactly how this scenario goes. And and so, but now I'm saying like, okay, so your dad doesn't, I can't say this for Van for sure, but your dad doesn't know anything about what was going on. No. With that. And, and not only you know, are they saying deactivated and holding to it, it's deactivated. But listen, we can't even discuss this for 90 days. What is yeah. 90 days? I you know, I, I, and I don't think it's not. I don't so think after it's 90 days, this? even if he did something sketchy, they're going to, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just don't, I, I don't understand. The, I mean, it's, I hear, I hate listen, to say it, but it's almost a lot more logical to say you're deactivated, period. period. End of story. 
and I don't, it's not just him. It's not just the 90 days just for my father's case. I hear whether it's videos, whether it's, uh, it's YouTube or Facebook, most everyone says you have to go through this 90 day waiting, like probation period. I don't know, but a couple of months ago, somebody called him on my dad. Somebody called my dad on DoorDash and you know, it was a scam. You know, they said something like, I don't know exactly what they said, but they wanted his password and his, you know, his username. And my dad's, you know, my dad's not a fool. And he said, you know, no, I'm not giving it to you. And the guy in the other line was, you know, cursing at him and calling, you know, just, you know, whatever, berating him. So I said, I wonder if he has something to do with it, you know, because so he doesn't know. But I, you know, this happened right after DoorDash laid off, like, what was it like 1500 something like that like 1500 people forget exactly it was it was 1250 i think okay yeah so a lot of people so um it wasn't me that was deactivated uh because i'm just i'm hearing more and more stories about d i mean i've heard joe and i've been doing this for the same amount of time since 2015 Um, i've heard deactivation stories since the first month however i'm hearing newer like Right, but I'm hearing new, that's what I'm saying. I'm hearing newer, like different type. It's almost like, hey, you're kind of deactivated. What do you mean I'm kind of deactivated? <laughs> like for a while, it was just like, you're done, you're deactivated. Okay. And now it's more like, you're deactivated. Get back to us later. Or there will be some like twist to it. Like, why? Why is there a twist? Why? It's almost like we they know that, like, what they're saying is probably not true. It's wrongful. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I mean, if, you know, if you're doing something that's uh, goes against their platform, you know, yes. whatever that might be, you know, say so you, you attack a customer, whatever it yeah. is. Okay. But when he's doing everything and that just isn't my dad, but this just goes across the board, you're doing everything that, and then, and then my dad goes above and beyond, right? Cause he's top dasher. So he will take those far orders and he will maybe take, uh, you know, he doesn't do the two fifty three dollars, but he might take less dollar per mile. You know, he'll do things like that. So it's just wrongful deactivation. And I think they maybe they wait the 90 days because they expect you to just say, well, forget about it. Yeah. I'll just get a W2 or forget about it. I'll just go on these other things. And they just keep bringing in more drivers. Right. And the the um, it's overly saturated. So there's no orders coming in everywhere. So yeah, everywhere. So like you're sitting there. So maybe that's what the 90 days are for. So, but he wants, like I said, he wants to get back on, you know, he's like, he said, he's making almost as much. He does Instacart, Grubhub, and Uber eats. <clears throat> and with those three, he said, he's just about to what he was making, but you can see why he didn't, if he was doing all of that, like he was just doing DoorDash and yes. making enough money doing DoorDash, he's like, what do I need to do the other apps? Well, that's why. Exactly. Because they let you go for no reason. Yeah. Right, because so those of us that, those, you know, if, if we're hustling and do it like, like, so he's able to multi-app, but yeah. he doesn't want to. He'd rather just work DoorDash and make the money. And I mean, you know. I, I've got no problem with that either. What I, I've got more of a problem with what happened. And I mean that in yeah. terms of like, I, I've always had a problem with deactivation, especially I've known a lot of wrongful deactivations. So, yeah. but this is just getting weird because 
I feel like like this is the worst time for them to do this. Mm-hmm. We're now in 2023. We're fighting for independent contractorship. Mm-hmm. Um, they should be like saddling up to the good people, but they're doing things like this that actually show that they have a control they shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, like and first of all the whole thing goes against being an independent contractor the fact of you're deactivated why because something happened what i'm not going to tell you okay well that's weird Uh, it's just deactivate or don't i mean yeah joe tony like what what's your take on this it's it's guilty until proven guilty with like Mm -hmm. every every one of these companies (laughs) it's like and they have the control sorry but i mean if they decide that a, a lie is going to get the, them deactivated and they could just, and then that's it. Right. They're know? the judge so, and jury in the, the whole case. Like, you know, you appeal right. it and you appeal it to them and it's like, Oh, well, I think we're right. <laughs> like it's like, it's, it sucks. But to, okay. Tony, what do you think the 90 days is about? I think it's just something that is in their script at support just to bounce you around to different people so that you just give up. Yeah. Um, because like I had, a. I guess what order. I'm saying is, why not just say you're deactivated, though? The, yeah. That's but what they I, always used to. Just, you're deactivated. It's still not good, but I, I guess I'm wondering, why add the 90 days? It's because they don't want to talk to, like, any... They don't want because you to be able to talk to anybody that's beyond the first level of support. I've talked to okay. people that are actually here in the U.S. Um, through... Because, um, like... If you have a problem, they're like, we'll escalate this to the next level. And you never hear back. Yeah. And somehow, some way, I was able to convince these people to get me to that next level. And I was on the phone with them. And they were still not going to give me my um, cancellation fee for uh, um, a large order from Boston Market. Because they sent it out with their own driver. But I had a conversation with the guy that's here. He's in Arizona and um, he used to do Uber. And I just kept him talking about his experience on Uber. And then he was able to um, get his boss to approve getting me my 50 bucks. Um, But, you know, usually you're talking with the tier one support who does support for multiple things. Right. Well, that's like why I leaked the Uber numbers that I did. <laughs> yeah, the safety line, that's real people. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't even care. Uber, if you have a problem with that, I know I don't care. Yeah. I put out direct in-country numbers that go directly to safety unit. Even if you don't need a safety issue, you're now in the United States call center. So they can redirect they can go find and redirect you to somebody that can actually speak. And so I put that out there. It's out there. If you guys all want to just email me, Steve at Rideshare Rodeo. Happy to give it to everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Uber, it's just sorry. part of it's part of the game that these applications um, play with their um, alleged they also partners. They threatened my dad. Sorry, uh, Tony, but they also threatened my yeah. dad uh, that they weren't going to pay him. Like, hmm. I can't remember when the it fell on if it was like. Anyways, like, but they said they found the shared account that they found they whatever the term they use and they threatened they weren't going to pay him for the work that he did well luckily they did pay him but i mean well other people haven't gotten paid (laughs) i've I've heard of drivers that like they get deactivated on like a a a wednesday or thursday and they can't like they don't get uh they cancel all their like direct deposit for the week like all the money that they week the they were going to make on 
the end of the week. Uh, it just yeah. gets forfeited, uh, and you can't read, you can't log in to to complain. Like it's, yeah, it's a it's yeah. uh, it's a racket. I you mean, know, you mean you got to look at the I, laws too. Tony live in Tony and I live in a state where if somebody cans you that day, they got to pay you out that day. Huh. Yeah, not even um, like in an hour from now. It's upon termination. Yeah, they have to pay and, you every dime they owe you in Colorado the second they let you go. So yeah, I don't know if that's should. true for these applications because we're not. Um, I would think. Here's what I would think for our state, though, Tony. They wouldn't want somebody like you and I who actually cares enough and would follow through enough to go down to the courthouse and file it, or call our congressperson yeah. or legislation and say, "Hey." You know that law that we have that says that if you're terminated from any job or independent contractorship or anything, you have to be paid in full to the... I mean, yeah, it's still going to have to go through court, but if you take it to the right person, they already have their name slammed through the mud enough with yeah. legislation that they don't want another person. They just hope every driver just go away if they say to. Right. But I guess what I'm starting to wonder a little bit is, are these... I'm starting to wonder if these... like If Ellen, your story is... Um, these shared accounts. If if somebody like what I what I see like if you get deactivated from Instacart or not, like if you go on any social platform, you type the word Instacart, within an hour you will have people saying, "I can get you reactivated," and you might oh, not yeah. even be at deactivated yeah. though. I mean, you just mentioned, oh, "Hey, yeah. I I had a good day on Instacart today," and they'll say, "We can get you reactivated," and, uh, and I mean, like, and I'm wondering if that's what kind of like what shared accounts are. Like they have a way to let you work and share an account, not legally. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to dive I, like into I, the, I, don't, I don't even know what shared account means. I mean, I think it means it was compromised and somebody else logged in and used it from elsewhere. I mean, that's something I can think of. Uh, that's what I think it meant in Van's case, if I remember it correctly. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, before Jimmy does join us here, uh, Joe. <laughs> I want to uh, I want to hit up on you because before uh, uh, be- uh, before we started this, you were talking about uh, this year. And I want to yeah. I, I want to know. I mean, like what? But but before you say maybe this year, like what? What about last year? What you and I have been doing this for a long time. We were talking about this before eight years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, so. I tell you, man, <laughs> it all blends. <laughs> <laughs> but. My mark my words um, on this recorded live stream that my New Year's resolution is that I'm I'm making this my last year of, of app work. I'm getting out. I'm get I want to get out, or at least to a point where it's not like I have something else primary. Uh, the last I think as long as I think uh, shoot, almost the last eight years, it's always been app work is number one, and then I might fill that with something else. But uh, now it's like. It, I'm done. I got to get out. You know, it's uh, I'm getting old. I'm but old. but you kid. but I don't. Maybe you haven't like meant it like you do now. But you've said that before. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know, it could be a little clickbaity, but uh, <laughs> I also I said mean, 2022 or 2020 was going to be the year of focus, and we come get my my shit together. And it's like, oh, okay, that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we all get a well, pass. We all get a pass on 2020. But we, were ta- but we were talking about, but we were also talking about how there's a lot, you know, you know, you, you might look at the gig economy and think, okay, well, yeah, I got to get out of this. But I mean, like, honestly, you do have some goals and stuff, but mm-hmm. to a lot of people, if you're, if you're just keeping a job, you want a little bit better of a job, 
unless things slip too much, really, what job are you going to go get? Right. right. That's that offers what the gig economy can offer to you. Yeah. And like, especially and especially the flexibility, because people still to this day think Prop 22 and that example is how the world will run. Yeah. And I think that example was very flawed because flex hours are not going to exist in states that have if there once there's a thing called a union yeah you can forget good. about flex hours because there's there won't be unions without if there's right. flex hours yeah i will never join the union yeah i i would never take i've said this before you guys but i'm going to stand by this harder than ever that i would never take a job a w-2 job even for you know, in six figures and stuff that sounded good with any one of these dirtbag companies. Yeah. yeah, I'll take gigs from them, right? And I I'll work them and I'll multi app and I'll do what I do. And I think most of you guys know I do a lot of curry. I know Tony does. Um, Tony and I are going to be talking about something that we might look at doing, um, and dumpling and other things that like I'm starting to try and like you know. But I also still have all the apps available to me. So if I'm like, okay, I need to get some on sign that's not built yet, I can do that. But I, I would never take a W two. Like Ellen said. 1200 people got laid off two weeks prior to christmas yeah. or not even i'm sorry not even laid off fired let go yeah no matter what you call it it's always yeah, call it what the you bottom want, line but, is you're fired but especially in these tech companies these days they're if they use laid off that's just bs yeah because laid off is fired you're fired it's just I, a nice your position fired, has been dissolved yeah, <laughs> we can't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, I mean, like we're not well, trying to impress people anymore. We don't. Something. We don't need you to do anything. So, yeah, you yeah, know, they it's, treat it's... these places treat people like Alka Seltzer. They just dissolve their employment status. Well, I mean, I I, I kind of question if the employment was ever needed, and I'm not trying mm. to be mean to the people who had the jobs because I'm sure they did a great job at their job. Mm. But like, were those 1,250 ever needed or was that needed because they were IPOing and they wanted to make the company look big? Yeah. Because already yeah. we've seen these all these companies that IPO, all these gig companies all go one direction. In nosedive from the second they come out public, they're like, at, by the end of the first day trading, they're half their value. Yeah. Because like, that's the yeah. first day. And so the market does not understand, like, do you have assets? No. Do you have employees? No. Do you have, you know, like, it's like, what is this? Right. They, it's, they're just the, uh, the cool party, the cool party <laughs> house right now, but there's nothing that stops like the next house down the street to like say, Oh, we're going to start a party. And like, everybody's going to start coming over here. Like they don't patent. Nobody. I don't think any pay patent ride share. Like <laughs> they could, there's another company that can, you know, if they want, I mean, they've tried other people have uh, tried to come up with ride share. <laughs> trip <laughs> trip but uh <laughs> the um and juno and all, i mean all that stuff but uh it guys trip yeah. should have really tipped you off because <laughs> it was a triangle it's true, it's true. <laughs> it, was a, it was a pyramid guys it's... trip is uh trip is uh, is with us in spirit but uh, uh as well as lift um yeah lift's had a bad year um but uh but yeah but 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 back to you though so i mean like honestly and i gotta i do have to say this that like when i said you know you can't go get a better job no, i'm not saying that for everybody like ellen ellen teaches too she's had some ups and downs through the pandemic with you know one job let her go for just i don't even want to get into it, it makes me mad i'm sure it makes her mad oh yeah or it's upsetting or however you want to word it but it's still you know mad, but... yeah i mean but i mean like 
I guess I, I put out how safe is a W-2. So I'm not saying there aren't great ones. There might be, and you might be very motivated to work in this one specific field mm-hmm. that you go get a W-2 and you are very happy. I do think no matter across the board what field you're in, with exception of very few, I do think that those jobs are very volatile these days. I don't believe that like you should you get a W-2 and you're going to be with that company until you retire. I don't think that's a thing anymore. No, yeah, lifelong employment, yeah. I think that's kind of over. I think that yeah. I think that even the W-2 world will be looking to hybrid into the gig economy and figure out how to do portable benefits and stuff because I don't think you're going to be have, like you just said lifelong employee. But Joe, well I could actually I could use your advice on 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 for you from you guys uh I'm actually shopping for uh for healthcare right now and uh I was using Medi-Cal uh for the last year and then apparently I made too much money on Uber. So that's uh, I'm kind of in this now gray area of like uh, can't I use... thought doesn't Prop 22 get you a little medical? I, I was look. That's what I was looking at. I looked in the other day, and they have some. They partner with something called Stride, yeah, uh, yep. which is I guess a healthcare exchange like covered California, and uh, no, they do. Yeah, they do others too. We have Stride. Oh, okay. That's... Yeah, it's. I mean, but, it's known. Uh, it's known. Well, I was looking on covered California, and the cheapest policy premium is like. Four hundred fifty dollars a month, or something like that. And that's just you, right? That's just that's me. Yeah, individual. Yeah. But, uh, but is that is that with the Uber uh, subsidy applied or whatever you call it? I'm not uh, even that, sure what that you was call without. It. That was without the Uber. Uh, that was just through covered California, uh, like Obamacare. Got it. I guess right. They call it. And then, uh, and your exchange doesn't like give you tiered. No, yeah, like in yeah. Colorado, it does. Like, oh, okay. yeah. your income a... level is this, so this is how much you get off. Right, and it looks like the cheap. The, like, there's a bronze and a platinum and a gold, but but the even the bronze is like you know starts at like four hundred fifty to five hundred dollars right. a month. Five. You know, I got. I got. It. Sadly, Joe, I have to say that's probably about right. Is it really? I'm not going to yeah. give away your age that I know, but yes, that's probably a little older than you. Yes, that's probably about right. Oh, yeah. And maybe because I've been getting, I mean, this is the laser company I work for. This is our new, uh, Light Up America is kind of our new theme. We're doing a bunch of things, but I mean, like, I've freelanced for them forever and I've been holding my own insurance that I pay for. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's not cheap, dude. $6,000 a year just for. Yeah, and you know what? If when I do make mine a little cheaper, then my deductible goes so much higher right. that I have to spend like fifteen thousand first. Uh, uh, the first fifteen thousand is going to be out of my pocket anyway with the insurance. Oh. It's like, what's yeah. going on here, dude? But, yeah. but, but let's 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 talk about you and last year and this year ride share. What's up? Yeah, twenty twenty one. I really didn't do any of this stuff at all. Twenty twenty last year was the first year I came back and started doing. Uh, I eased back into like food delivery during during the pandemic, the beginning of it, and then uh, uh, last year was the first time back to doing full ride share. And uh, um, and now as of October, uh, I got to say one of the best things that's happened that I've seen since I signed up with these companies in 2014 was now that Uber and Lyft show the passenger's destination before we accept the ride. Uh, yeah. that, oh, the up, the upfront, upfront yeah. details. That thing is amazing. Uh, not a big fan of the upfront pricing because they kind of throw <laughs> out the rate card. <laughs> but, right. Uh, that's uh, right. Yeah. But, but had they been doing it that way for mm-hmm. the whole time? Okay. Because 
can't ask for more than that. Right. Because at least, I mean, they're showing you everything. You, right. you, you really, I guess my point is you can't complain that because that's what all I've been asking for is transparency. Yeah. Give me the transparency and I have the right to decide. Don't hold it against me if I don't take it. And we're, right. we're great. I, I don't care because then it's up to me to go, oh, this is a crappy app. I can't earn money on it. Right. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like, honestly, like I do need that up front though, that taking it away and playing all the games they have. I've even said, you know, I don't even know if this is a term, but I've said, I think they've got, I don't know what else to call it, but an algorithmic game since 2015. Mm-hmm. Like they've used, cause they could have done up front then. Mm-hmm. But you and I both know we made such good money doing Rideshow that I don't even care where it was coming from almost. I didn't yeah. even care to look into it. Yeah. Like it like search the details because the money was so good that I was like 50 bucks an hour. I don't care where it's coming yeah. from. Yeah. Yeah. But like now Travis. it's then it became like, okay, now it's you know, and it was a split. You know, there was the splits before. Then it was, you know, we're gonna do the multiplier surge, then we're gonna take that away. You know, then we're going to have this flat surge. Then we're going to go back to the multiplier or whatever. We seem to not have enough drivers for a season. Then we'll pull it away after that season. And it's just been tricks and games and BS and hoops and jump through this and do this and do 10 of these and do 15 push-ups, run around the block naked. I don't know what they want anymore. You know, Tony, it's... Tony are you still renting the Tesla? You're still doing the Yeah, Tesla? I'm still renting a Tesla for sure. I, that's, I want to get into like, the i would rent a tesla again if i could do it the way you're doing it is like yeah the, from the third party company and you could drive yeah. for uber and lyft yep uh, that's the only way i do it and um, and others he i mean i know oh, you yeah. don't don't joe but like doordash and he does all of them through huh. those so. or your private llc or whatever yeah. yeah uh what 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 and what company what was that you rent it from the tesla yeah, it's um testdriver.com. Oh. Um but yeah. This too, right? Yep. This is also yeah. And he takes wait list in all cities and the more he gets the sooner he can open up in a new city for sure. Huh. And, and somehow I don't know how it is but uh, use Tony's link for that too. Yeah, if you just go to my <laughs> channel, it's all of it's everybody's channel is in the show notes here. So yeah, in my uh, channel, it's the first intro video. It's all in all my videos description. So okay, good. So if you're gonna if you want to check it out, check it out that way. Go to his um, channel, link link it that way. That way, Tony gets a little credit too for fi- helping you find it. That'd be great. Um, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I mean, San Francisco is still a great market for for all this stuff but uh and uh for yeah for anybody watching i'm I, i'm rep, i'm in the uh i've been in the san francisco bay area yes. for this whole app time in the last eight nine years on it but uh and it's still one of the best out there um you know la is another good one but it's it, there's uh you know no no market's perfect and, and every but there's markets that are probably it just doesn't matter how many hours you're in, you're not going to get a ride. Nobody's using ride share to so. Um, but uh, that's why, yeah, importance of uh, going on all these apps. You so, Joe, work. what are you doing right now? Are you using? Are you using your own vehicle? I'm using my own vehicle. Uh, primarily, just doing Uber ride share and Uber X and uh, Uber Eats and Lyft on a on the side. If uh, but that's if the Uber apps getting uh, gets too slow. The Lyft app sucks these days. Yeah, every it, I, it is, I, I hear I only hear that from people. They fired the wrong market. people. I and I've seen that app go from like from the beginning when it was like, uh, oh shoot, there was it was 
it was one app. When I first started with Lyft, there was one app. There was a passenger and the driver were like the same app. And then you had to switch on the driver mode and it would turn over to the, uh, then they split it off into two of them. I remember before it was on the Google Play and, and iOS store and you had to download it directly from their website. It was a little shady. But uh, now whenever you're like not, when the app is, when the Lyft app is like not center screen and like it's, it's in the background, I have an, I use an Android phone and I, when I'm logged in on both Uber and Lyft and I'm, I have the Uber app on the front screen. Uh, I go back to the Lyft, the Lyft app complains about it lost connection and it just automatically logs me out after a couple minutes. They really, neither of these companies really want, they don't want multi-apping. And I, does the same thing for me. Does it really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you, uh, you guys remember, uh, there was a company called Maestro. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, that was like to handle like 2015. It was like to handle the requests coming in between Uber and Lyft, both Uber and Lyft hated it. And they both tried to update their app to like shut it down. Lyft finally succeeded in finally blocking them. Yeah. And, uh, Maestro, and- by the way, guys, they are back around. And I know if Jimmy turned on his mic, he might have some things to say. But since he's going to be quiet, I'm going to see because Maestro has a very oh, Maestro has a shady Maestro has a shady past. I won't get into I, it. Yeah, they have a shady past. There's, there's some. Uh, that, uh, if you um, used to like Maestro, I suggest a different app. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Gary was doing it before anyway. Uh, yeah. Gary was doing it since 2016. So Gary was three years or two years in front of Maestro. Yeah, I remember it was only on Android. Uh, and they always say, said they're going to be an iOS version, but technically that's impossible because Apple would refuse to let cross app integration or something like that. It's interaction. Um, overlaying. But, uh, overlaying the app. Oh, I thought Maestro did get to both. It, no. uh, okay. So, so Joe, you're looking to, are you saying that, I'm looking to that, get out? ridership is ridership down in san francisco it's um yeah it's uh here's the thing (laughs) because you because that i I point that out because that's a good city to use because it's never it's never been down right really like even at its worst it's still okay it's that market is strong yeah i think um i've been i've been watching uh i think sir sergio from harry the rideshare guy he preaches this is that you can make more money per hour if you know the right hours to work rather than oh, just yeah. logged in, taking all the rides possible all the day, all the time. Like there's, there's peak areas. And if you fo- if you learn those peak areas, that's when, that's how you do this. But um, I think it feels like these days, even with San Francisco, like there's, there's probably more peak areas than, than other areas, but, uh, but still there's dead times or there's oversaturated times and, and uh it's uh, so i i i don't know my dream for this by the end of the way is like is my goal is to have a w-2 job uh i don't you know if it's like uh, chipotle or costco or something like that something that has health care coverage a decent health care plan and i'll work that the 20 hours or the part 20 or 30 hours or something like that or maybe make that the full-time job but something that uh, a w-2 job that has health care and then these app companies would kind of be gap fillers to the primary W-2. Uh, that's where I so want to be. In the are you talking about a primary W-2 like is in 40 hours? Because if you're talking about healthcare, you must be. I think it's, yeah, it's, I think with all this stuff, you have to work at least 20 hours, which is considered 
just uh, 20 hours is the maximum of like part-time. And so, um, so you're looking at like more than 20 hours a week, uh, and then you get access to the benefits and, um, yeah, so that's, uh, so is that primarily the reason that is the benefits? Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. The, the healthcare thing. When I, when I started looking at it, it was like that five or 600 bucks a month. Um, but like you said, that that's probably a pretty common at our, at our age, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, I guess, you I know, it yeah, it, oh, it totally is. Especially you in California. I was, uh, I was, I was adding a little to mine, but here in Colorado, it, it's pricey, but huh. uh, it's, yeah, I mean that, that that didn't shock me at all when you said that. If that's yeah. what you you thought it might shock me, I wasn't shocked at all. I thought if you yeah. said over a thousand a month, <laughs> I might have been like, "Whoa, that's a little high." So, so let's say let's say the healthcare is. I'm gonna I sign up for a policy. It's five hundred dollars a month, so six thousand dollars a year. That means that if I did a w, if I'm making twenty five dollars an hour, uh, on average on rideshare, and there's no benefits directly through that. Uh, versus a job that's paying me 15, a W2 job that's paying $15 an hour. Um, the rideshare means I have to make an additional $6,000 to afford health insurance, I guess, on my own. And then the W2, even though they're paying me less, like they're giving me health care. So it's like, it's almost like a $6,000 bonus. So that's where I was like, I was thinking like, all right, screw right i'm thinking it's on yeah in both after. instances that the healthcare lowers your taxable income too so. i guess i oh. guess here's here's my thing with joe though you guys him specifically that joe is an amazing creator and i don't just mean like like a lot of us <laughs> like <laughs> polishing his nails <laughs> Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta say, credit where credit's due. Uh, Steve, you, you got some drummer skills, man. People, <laughs> you might, people, you might only know him by rideshare rodeo, but he is. Uh, I've seen him on stage. I've seen him work. So, but honestly, like you do, and, and you, I know you, you and I are are friends with Tremaine. Yeah, I think these guys both. Are, I think everybody's familiar with Tremaine, but we, you know, I've been tight with Tremaine for a while. I know you've gotten really tight with him. That you, guy's you, awesome. Yeah, he's awesome. And he yeah. he's I know that you're about that too. And you've been doing this to figure that out. Right. And now I feel like you're gonna settle. And I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah. No, I, I see what I I but even another... if it's temp even if it's temporary, it's not it's in no way is it bad, but I feel yeah. like I feel bad for that because the gig economy is what should have been able to make you get there because you're that's true. You should be there. Tremaine says that I say it, you should that's be there. <laughs> It is it the flexibility is necessary for like getting into the the movie make filmmaking world on it because a lot of that uh, uh, a lot of a lot of jobs in the filmmaking in the movie industry are kind of gig work you know you you do a you get contracted to do a movie and you might make a like a decent paycheck but then you gotta you gotta be setting up the next you know there's a, a, a expiration date on that you gotta be start setting up the next job and out there but uh, um, yeah, that would be amazing if I could do that full time <laughs> doing the filmmaking. Um, but uh, but I mean, so are, do you see this? I mean, whatever job you might be taking, is that going to try and be in that field at least? I uh, I think. Are you going to try and get something production? Are you going to? Yeah, that that's. Uh, I would take that if it was if if it was uh, like right now. I kind of. I mean, this is like a couple days ago is when i was like starting to like make this plan and the whole new year's thing and everything so 
if there was a job that was like that that filled that i would definitely take that over uh, say but i i'm i don't know i, th- I think Rhett, this is okay here's a warning people <laughs> so i've been doing this eight something years and my resume is like so what have you been doing over the next last eight years uh, ride share driving i've been doing ride share okay all right can we contact your last employer uh, you could tweet them <laughs> at Uber support if that's yeah, still works for Ellen. <laughs> so I, I just like, I feel like I, uh, uh, like it, it's been, um, I feel like I would have a hard time even getting a job at McDonald's right now. Like, I but mean, honestly, I, Joe, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not saying you'd, you're, you'd be so bending the rules, but do you think you'd be so out of line to say, to put true maiden down? As a, res- a reference, absolutely. Yeah. Oh no, I absolutely. mean, like and, and that you've yeah. done work with him though. So there, yeah. what, who have you worked with? Tremaine, who's, yeah. done, who's, yeah. who's made movies. So, and that was, I'm just saying that you that, that we was, all have uh, those people in our lives that we could uh, definitely. Uh, I I definitely appreciate that connection. That was that was thanks to you, Steve, out there. So you um you brought that that you brought him into the uh the, the circle here. So that's that's awesome. I appreciate. But that. But I mean, I think even the eight years on the gig apps, uh is going to look good on um you know if and when you decide to do a mm-hmm. w2 which is totally understandable mm-hmm. um i think it looks good because it shows like you've been consistent with yeah. this type of field so they have to see something like that that you have but, just been but i don't think they i don't think they can look into it ellen like i don't, I don't I don't think like they just have to take joe's word for it yeah here's a, in california like the 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 employer they're actually uh I've, the way I've heard is like that your previous employer like is not allowed to comment. Uh, most companies like if you did a if you worked for Facebook or Google or something like that, they and you put that on your resume uh, and the phone number of a contact over there, Google is not gonna it will is not allowed to tell you tell your your new job employer how good of an employee you were. They just all they can they're legally allowed to do is confirm like. Like, yes. oh, yes, they worked here. They started here and then they ended their term of employment here and everything, even though the new employer would love to get that information. But if yes. like because if Google was to say like, oh, yeah, he was he, he was uh, he worked here and he wasn't that good. And if that leads to you not in, getting the job, you could actually like Google's or even if it even if you do get the job, you still can. All right. You're you're basically because when I when I owned and operated the bar, I'll put it in that perspective that. You know, I had I had people who a lot of people came and go came and went, but a lot of people were there the entire time I had it. So, hmm. but a lot of people would come and go, and you were never allowed to say anything bad. Hmm. You and and yes, yeah. you could say good things, and yes, like Joe said, the like at most all I would ever do really is confirm unless somebody was outstanding, right? But usually the type of people who were using me as a reference worked there for like two days and screwed me over. Right. And like, so really like I'm only, I'd be like, I could confirm the dates they worked here. Yeah. And that's where I'd keep it. And that's, that's, so is that where the the references are, your best references are your, are maybe coworkers that I think your best references are made up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Art Vandalay. (laughs) Seinfeld uh, reference. George um, always put his name was like, oh, he's an architect. But so. also, Joe, I mean, I think you're, I think you're at a point where right now, I think you could go get way more W twos than you think. It, the job market's pretty strong, I think, is yeah, what, um, right now. But 
uh, if we could just hold off that recession for just another like six months yeah, <laughs> or right. a year. But, uh, Joe, have you ever considered a film internship? Not to bounce at your mouth? Yeah, a film internship. Uh, that would, uh, I'd love to do something like that. Um, I know I've been helping out, uh, uh, Hey Ho Studios, um, on his projects out there. And then it was that guy, that experience has been incredible. Um, and, uh, uh, hey, check out Hey Ho Studios, by the way. Shout out to Tremaine, uh, movie, uh, Simp. It's, um, and uh, yeah, the movie, yeah, the movie rideshare for all you and the movie rideshare too. Yeah, that was it. That's that's, that's uh, how I got to know Tremaine. So did, go, uh, go watch that movie. Yeah, yeah, that's on his. That's on Hey Ho Studios' YouTube channel out there. He released it, yep. and as well as uh, he released the Cat Town story documentary uh, yep. recently. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I kind of uh, you know like when I when I connected you two, I really hoped that I figured something would evolve with you two pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, I know that it already has. Like, you've been to Sacramento, the new Hollywood, as he calls it. Yeah. No, he's times. living my dream. He is he's definitely, he is super motivated. He's, he is like the person, he's what it takes uh, to get to, I think, to be a big success in this, the film uh, industry is just like tenaciousness out there. So, yeah. Um, and uh, working, be, just being around him is like, is, you, you feel that you've, that was, uh, that energy out in sight. It's great. But, uh, that, um, but there, you know, it's, it, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just, I get, uh, I, I get, I get, I get, I get where you're at. You know, I hope 2023 turns around the gig economy. Some, I do think that it's a lot of ways. Yeah. Tony and I talk about this a lot too, that I think that a lot of ways it's going to turn around in some bad ways, but I think that it's going to make some better things happen with other companies, maybe even with some of the giants we'll see. But let's, Tony, I, I, I got to get to you here because you kind of bring both worlds together and that will bring everybody into the conversation here. So um, you and I talk enough and I guess my question to you, same kind of thing is how did 2022 go for you? If you could look back on it, what would you, what would you have changed maybe? Or what apps would you have said, God, I wish I had never worked that or anything <laughs> like that. And then like 2023, you know, like what, what, or what, what's your thought coming out of the gate here? Like in terms of like, okay, I'm going to keep things the same. I'll do, I think I'm going to do really good. Or what are you going to tweak out? What are you looking to do? Where, where are you at? Yeah. So 2023, well, 22 was um, my best year yet. As far as income goes. Um, and was it has... and pro probably that your most hours work too? Um, no, probably not. Um, oh, really? my W2, okay. it doesn't even come close to my W. Oh, I thought you just meant gig, gig years, gig years. Um, uh, probably the most hours, yeah, because um, I just have a lot more flexibility with being able to work more with older kids now. Right. Um, but uh, Lisa coming into the picture as far as us going, um, that mid level full time. Yeah. Um, working together as a team. Yeah. By Lisa, like, for everybody watching, he's referring to his wife, the driven bub. Yeah. So if I can work 35 and she can work 35, that's better than me working 70. <clears throat> and we make oh, yeah, more money doing sure, it that way. For sure. But yeah. Um, I know 20... that for a while you had that weekend thing going that you just wanted to yeah. do Friday. Was it Friday, Saturday, Sunday? 
and make make your money right there. That was what you really wanted to happen. I don't know if it ever did. I don't know how that transpired. I don't know if I'm breaking up there. <laughs> um, no. So that will be the strategy for 23. But coming into January, I'm definitely planning on doing um, the morning shift for rideshare on the weekdays until I can gauge the actual demand for January. Um, because I don't want to be like banking on big days happening and then they don't happen. And then I'm like falling behind. Yeah. And if you could like, you know, my theory on January, I don't care what, what I always oh, yeah. say every market's different, but one thing is kind of the same. January is not my favorite month. It's not a big pick of mine. I don't think it's, I don't think it does very well in many markets. And it yeah. makes sense why it doesn't. Right. I mean, you could just, it, yeah, exactly. Just logically, you just came out of all the holidays. It's a new year. Like it just, people are, and it, now we're in a recession too. I mean, people just aren't, they're pinching their wallet a little bit more, regardless of where, what, where they live, how much they make. It doesn't matter. People yeah. are just watching things a little more. So the spending's down a little bit. I would assume that's always been the case. And, and now we're in a recession, like we just said, yeah. but uh, you know, if, if people want to f argue that, no, we're not yet. Okay. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we can argue that another time. But yeah, we are in a recent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that just being in the land of opportunity, um, tough times brings out the best in um, entrepreneurs. And that's what I want to make 23 for me and my family is um, how can we double down and actually um, spin off of these gig apps into um, – actually having our own company and um, using the gig apps as a side hustle to my self-employment journey. Um, my, um, my family business so that the kids can also be involved. The, um, YouTube enterprise, the uh, Turo rental cars and um, my own uh, company for transportation, own company for delivery services um, through like powered by apps like dumpling and then, you know, anything that I can partner with other people to, um, continue the dream of making the, um, I don't know. People think like the American dream is, uh, when I was growing up, they'd be like, Oh, owning a house with a white picket fence. But you know what the real American dream has always been to be independent, to be an entrepreneur, and I think that now in 23 with these gig apps and the way that the workplace is moving is like it's bringing the real dream to life, but in a really nightmarish way. If you can get through the nightmare, you can see how you can be independent and you can own your own stuff and you can be the American dream that we were supposed to be since 1776. So that's a good point. That's yeah. Good yeah. And honestly, even you, you, you know, you said, you said entrepreneur, I don't know if a lot of people think that word, but the terminology of not having a boss, even what, whatever yeah. you want to call it, our ability to enterprise, being independent, right. Being independent of somebody else telling you where to be, when, and having the, the, even though these apps have some control that we can feel, it's still our call. You can turn it on and off. That is always under your control. Yeah. So 24 seven. 
I mean, you, yeah. I, could, I could yeah. log in at two o'clock in the morning and decide I want to work. And that's why I it's mean, not all doom and gloom, guys. I'm not sitting here saying that, yeah. you know, 2023, look at, we're in a recession. All these apps are failing. Joe's quitting. This <laughs> happened. Oh my God, the world's <laughs> blowing up. No, it's, I actually, that's why I said at the beginning, I'm feeling very positive about this year. Right. And I, it's because I think that, like Tony said, because in times, in times like these, W2 people, everybody's hurting. But yeah. it's us who have been hustling and, and getting worked by these apps a little bit. It's our year, I feel like, to come back a little bit. Right. And, well, just think go, about, uh-uh. you know, like you I'm, actually gauge you need us because I think too many people get in the headspace. They don't need us. Look at look how fast they can onboard people. Well, look how fast they on, offboard them too, or how yeah. fast people quit. The churn rate on this is amazing. Mm-hmm. So most Absolutely. people don't. 85% of the gig economy works 17 hours or less. 60% works less than seven hours a week. Mm-hmm. It, right. The 15% of us that are full-time, they need that 15%. Right. And in addition to that, like the lesser percent of the 15% who actually look at it as an enterprise versus a job is even smaller, but they're the ones that propel forward the innovation. And, um, like Dave, David opening up Para, you know, that's out of the gig world, you know, mm-hmm. and it's still in the gig world. Yeah. And so, hey, Jimmy, I know you're in the car, but uh, if you want to, can, can, you know, I've, I, I'm going to be talking to David this week and I, I was telling Chan about this and maybe we'll include you in the conversation about I got something with Boulder for ParaWorks, but I know you're on your way to a project right now. Like, Give let's give the gig economy some hope with some para works talk I'd, here. I'd love to hear an update on para. On the, how's it going? You, you feel like you feel like giving us some kind words on para works? Yeah, no pressure there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I definitely want to hear more about this Boulder stuff. Yeah, um, no, it's 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 good. I mean, that's that's the thing, guys, about para works is you know it was the merchandising, but it's that it was some catering even last mile services may be offered. There's so many options and ways that this thing can go, but I'd like to hear Jimmy's take right now. It's been a, Jimmy and I have talked so many times, but it's been a minute since we have. So I'd love to hear where you're yeah. at right now. No, man, it's good to catch up. Um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm trying to be a David substitute here, but yeah, I'm just, I, I landed in, uh, in Maryland. So I'm driving out to a uh, new partner we're trying to work with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's not rocket science. I guess Paraworks is just trying about, you know, giving people more work opportunities. Um, but for yeah. better pay and transparency. And... It is, yeah. Although, yeah. I'd be curious to get everyone's input here on the call. So, like, I'm going out there right now. You know, we're looking at starting people out at 22 bucks per hour. It's going to be, like, shift work more like Amazon Flex. I feel like for a lot of you guys, though, because you guys are good at the gig apps and stuff, like, that number might be kind of low for you. I'm kind of starting to think that, the, you know, there's different segments of people who are interested in different stuff. But... Uh, I don't know. I'd be curious to hear, hear other people's thoughts on that. Um, well, I'll I'll throw out one thing. I think that that I I do think it's a little low. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, I, think I mean, that, if I, I think... if it's like twenty two an hour for like three hours, and I can actually uh, control how fast I can do something versus just being there for that full shift, like if I can get something done in an hour that t- could take other people three. I would definitely do it, but uh, there you go. To... That's that's what I was going to hit on. If you could make this like a curry route runner type pay system, where like, okay, I know it wouldn't be the same with the fact that they give me a twenty six foot truck if I do a route. So I'm using their truck, their gas. But 
if you could do it more like, hey, this is what you're going to have to do today. And it's, you're going to get like for Curry, it's you get paid for eight hours. I've never once on a route worked more than six. I still get paid for eight. So I've worked four hours, been paid for eight. So yeah. that kind of, that works out for me well. It's even like a VHO thing. If you can keep me in a small area to do my delivery, so I'm not, I'm not putting a lot of miles on, that's good. But things that like maybe at the 22 an hour where you know you're going to pay them for four hours, but they're probably going to work two and a half to three. Hmm. Then it yeah. starts feeling motivating to the people because it's like, okay, I made 88 bucks in two and a half hours. Yeah. You know what's super weird for me is that there have been many people on the interviews I've done for onboarding drivers mostly that are like, I just want to work full time for you. I'm just like, oh, this is so weird. Like, this isn't like anyone else I talk to. Um, yeah, I don't know what to think of that. I think that's because of the, you know, a lot of, Jimmy, you and I both know, a lot of this goes back to the original uh, DDTT, the DoorDash tra tip yeah. transparency. And people just know that, hey, you guys brought that out. Now, you know, these gig apps are pissing me off. Just, you know what? I'd rather just, I'd rather just work for you guys. But it's like, what is employees? Like, <laughs> you know, you got, That's kind of what they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're trying to avoid this, you guys. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. What do you, I mean, what do you guys think? Cause I, I, I'd like to hear what you guys think of that. What he just said, yeah. you know, that amount and that, uh, cause yeah, I do think I gotta say I do think it's a little low. I'm just being honest. Well, it depends on the market. Twenty two an hour. Uh but I'll in be... your car. Yeah. yeah. Too. I mean you gotta take out like you you do this all the time, Joe. You gotta take out the expenses, all that yeah. stuff. No, it, number one thing, all gig workers, like I should have paid more attention from the beginning. If I can go back to twenty fourteen when I first signed up, figure out how much per mile your car costs. That's fuel, maintenance, everything. Work it out and make sure you're making more than that. <laughs> it's yeah. like, because it could be deceptive, yeah. deceptive and say like, I only spent, you know, 30 bucks in gas and I made 70, you know, 70 bucks. But uh, right. take into account future oil changes, possible transmission work, brakes, tires, engine. Especially rideshare drivers. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, delivery drivers, like I know Ellen delivers in Henderson. I think you keep it pretty local, right? You know, I do. But you still have to figure it. You can't not, you can't oh, avoid yeah. it. But I, I hear it. Joe's I right. I, I know okay. delivery <laughs> drivers who are like, well, it's just gas. Yeah. No, yeah. it's oil changes. It's tires. Well, I don't yet. put that much on it. Well, it's upkeep. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's what if something goes wrong? Like you got to. And I know that most gig workers aren't putting the money to the side, but they don't even recognize what I'm saying is legit. Almost yeah. sometimes they're like, no, that's not me. I'm like, that's everybody that drives the car. Um, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> Mr. Flex. <laughs> Mr. Flex drives every day. He probably puts 100,000 miles a year on his car. Right. <laughs> Which I is amazing. 50, it's thousand, I put 50,000 on a Tesla in four months. Oh, man. <laughs> so. Uh, it's just. You know, uh yeah, and that future car replacement. So, as is, you got to factor. I got to factor that in. I, I mean, like twenty-two an hour, Joe, in San Francisco. That would work for you. Uh, no way, could. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, um. Yeah, I'd say like when I was taking Amazon Flex blocks when I was still part of that um, application, um, I wouldn't ever accept them until they went over thirty dollars an hour. No, oh. and then I would still get them done in like. 
two thirds of the time. So there's San Francisco and Denver. Ellen, what about what about Henderson, Nevada? Yeah. Making twenty two an hour. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might. And be I'm not. To... I'm not. I'm not saying for every hour of your week, but let's say yeah. like Tuesdays are horrible for you, and you, you could get four hours on pair at twenty two. Is that even something you'd do? I think I would do that. That that is doable. Okay. Okay. So, and I, and it's not. You know, Henderson's Henderson's <laughs> not one. a cheap area either. I guess my thing, Jimmy, I, that I was going to say, especially had Ellen not answered that way, <laughs> but it, was that you know, in rural areas, that might sound right to me. Like areas where your cost of living is half of or a third of what mine is in Denver. Okay, well, then we might have a different game going on. I, I mean, I'll say I don't make twenty-two an hour doing gig work or doing the preschool, so I'd be happy yeah. with twenty-two an hour. Honestly, really. Yes. I mean, you don't make 22 on the gigs. No. Hmm. No. Wow. That's not shamer. That's, that's I'm not shamer. I'm actually surprised because Henderson is an area where people have money. Yeah, well, Wait, they have money, but they don't spend it. <laughs> okay. You just have okay. to get into the flow of the money. Yeah. I mean,. I guess maybe maybe I am a little off. Maybe I'm a little skewed, but I, I actually I know I am because curry. I always get I do so much curry that that just throws everything off. But if I wasn't, I still would think I would I would be shooting more. I'd be shooting higher. Maybe that's not achievable right now. I don't know. Yeah, that you know, <coughs> it's interesting. I was just thinking like the most I've in the eight years I've done rideshare. The most I've made on rideshare was uh, last year. Uh, about four hundred fifty dollars in one day, and that was about eight hours of Uber X, and it was it was amazing like day because it was it was combined with like a like couple of very generous tips, um, but then uh, and then when I rented the Tesla through the Hertz deal, I felt like it was possible to break four hundred uh, a day on that one because I was doing Uber Comfort and. Uh, but then um, it's most of my days are like, yeah, about two, 200 to 250. So that would, you know, and seven, eight hours. Um, if it was 10, that would be 25 an hour. So it'd be like 30, I think we average about 30 to $35 an hour kind of thing on, on it. But, but then uh, you, but there, that's like, you know, that's like uh, there's hours of the day that you're making, you know, you're not getting rides and you do one ride in an hour. It's like you make like 15 bucks. And then there's another one where it's like it's crazy and they're getting like 35, 40, 50 bucks an hour. Um, you know, New Year's Eve, I went out. I did a couple rides right after the ball dropped, you know, and it was like one o'clock in the morning. And we just got hit with this massive rainstorm and did a lot of damage in the Bay Area. So like they canceled all the fireworks shows in San Francisco. So everybody converted it to just doing house parties for the new year. So there was tons of rides of just people's residential areas, taking people from their house parties. And so I did like two rides in 45 minutes that paid $57. Uh, it was like one was 35 and the other one was like 20 something. And, uh, so Tony, am I, am I wait? Cause it were in the same market. Am I, am I that far off is 22 good? Or decent is that? Uh, I'm a little bit skewed because I use like for um, New Year's Eve. I didn't accept anything that was less than like forty bucks on yeah. Lux Black. So 
you know i just mean per hour like let's talk about yeah. tuesday daytime hours so middle of the week i mean is uh, that something like if if it was a four-hour block and you knew it was gonna be 22 I, an hour is that is that because <laughs> Is that something you would That's even what prevents me from doing stuff like Veho, to be honest, because I feel like I'm locking myself into that pay versus my potential to be higher. Yeah. Now, well, if it was something... Or the opposite. Well, like, so if I were... Yeah, for sure. So if I were to... So, like, I have, like, what I call headquarters, where I, I charge my car and... Right. Um, and wait for something to come. If I could do something while I'm charging and if I get like a Lux black or something, and then I could come back and finish off. Like I have like a time, like it's not specifically, I have to be done by 10 AM or something. Um, where if I just need to be done that day, I would definitely reconsider something like that versus like a block of time. I have to be on something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy, is it by how far? How are the blocks working? Is it? Are you thinking two-hour blocks? Or are you thinking four? Are you thinking? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's. I mean, it's going to be a mess in the start because we're not sure yet. So they could be between four and eight hours long, and depends on how we chop them up and how many drivers want it to be. Um, right. But yeah, no, I don't know. I, I like Alan. I'd be curious to get your feedback on this since you you were the 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 lone interested person. So like right now, I imagine like you know pretty well what you make on DoorDash and like you know you kind of got a set routine but like uh, I don't know I'd be, be curious like do you think there's any benefit to like for instance if I could like if I showed you these shifts like a week in advance and sure it caps your upside right you can only guarantee you 22 bucks an hour but you would know like a week in advance that on you know Thursday I'm going to work uh, you know four hours and get paid 88 bucks for sure um, is there any benefit to that? Yeah, I I would vote yes on that because I would think that especially if it's not always Thursday or Friday or something like if I could pick and I know all these would be the faster ones to go because of probably that pay but like if I could say okay Monday or Tuesday yeah I want I'll do a four hour block because like Tuesdays in Denver I, when I did the bar industry and when I did everything it's just I'm, I'm going to call it the deadest day because let's just say it's the deadest day. Agreed. And so if, you know, like if anything, like that used to be a day I went up snowboarding with a buddy because there was nobody up there. So we would go hit it up and do the whole day because otherwise we would just waste our time, spin our wheels. It wasn't worth the money we'd make. We could make more on other nights. So um, if I could do Tuesday and know that, okay, I'll make 88 bucks on this four hour block. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you'd probably get me on a Sunday to, to say, yes, I'll lock that down. You know, maybe. You know, especially if it was, uh, I don't know, you know, the other thing is where am I going to, where's my starting point mm. and where am I delivering? Because, you know, like, if it, is it, is it going to be near my house? Is it out by the airport? Is it like what, where, you know, how is this working? You know, well, that's, that's gig work though. In a nutshell, I mean, it's the unpredictability of, Right, I guess what I'm saying is it would add to the 22 a lot if Jimmy and Para, if Para up front could show me more detail, not only just the transparency of the money, yeah. but where I'll be and what I'll be doing. Hmm. That's a lot more enticing to me. Like, hey, this is in this is in this part of town. Oh, that's right by me. Yeah, I'll do that. Hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen. Oh, go ahead. 
I've seen some opportunities on Paraworks here in Denver. It's just that I'm nowhere near them. They're like 45 minutes out of the way from where I live. Um, but the yeah. one that did pop up, like where I could have did it, I wasn't even in town. <laughs> I was like, dang it. That's the one I want to try. There's still a few because I'll like the like you said, Tony, the 45 minute one. You know my rule, like with Korean stuff, like and how I deal with it. I'll pass up some that look good just because it's a little too far to go. But with the ParaWorks ones right now, because I'm I'm doing things and always have with Para that I'll take a long one. I don't care if I, it's not so much about the money as the experience to do it once. I just want to start getting my feet wet to understand because that helps me and Jimmy talk, which helps me and David and Jimmy talk and everybody talk and, and better the ideas because Paraworks has always been evolving. It's always been changing. So what is it? It's kind of unknown. So Jimmy's suggesting a new thing right now. Would you do the 22? And actually, uh, before we like wrap this up here, I, I would like to say to anybody watching, please leave in the comments if you would hearing all this would you in your market take 22 dollars mm -hmm. you know and what market are you in and, and uh would you take 22 on these blocks would it matter if it's four or two hour blocks um would it help you to see them days ahead any of that that you just heard us talking about if you could comment on that that really always helps the team out so i uh, would appreciate that because we're always looking to show as many different opportunities i think that's the point of paraworks as possible but also like what i like near the end of last year where Paraworks was going was more than even the, uh, even the uh, uh, catering type stuff was like large order program type stuff. And yes, when I, you know, I've looked at a couple different cities, like I've been sent a bunch from Pittsburgh, oddly, and Jimmy, I'll send them to you as well. Screenshots. I've seen them through my discord, but there's uh, uh they're very far in distance. So it'll say like, you know, the pay's good, but it's like, it'll be like, 36 miles hmm. and it's like you know you really gotta do some math to be like wait a minute um so i could even do the math look at it and i don't know pittsburgh well but i can look at their map and go okay well it seems a little outside the city so it's not downtown it's just this to this yeah i'd do that so what i've seen see and the pay always seems good the pay seems like large order program type pay but it seems like far distances but that's what happens when you start off with just a few businesses that don't want to work with these platforms <laughs> so uh i don't know jimmy is this is this last mile delivery type stuff or is this food delivery that you're talking about yeah this is uh to be like pharmaceutical delivery so it's more like last okay mile. so kind of like flex but uh much smaller packages you so going going to one uh, pharmacy, picking up an or a low a, 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 your load for the day, and going yeah. out making all your deliveries. Yeah, it's a lot like flex. And then what do you do if people aren't there? You know, how do you take them back? Um, all that sort of thing. And we're still working it out. So you know, hopefully it'll happen. But yeah, like Steve, I think you're right. Like we're not super picky as to what the work is because if you have enough drivers, like there's always somebody who wants to do something. Uh, so, you know, giving folks the option is pretty much always. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I love everything Paraworks does because here's the thing, guys. It, when it, when it's done, it's, it's like, do you guys like this? It's not like these other platforms that are doing the exact opposite and going, hey, just do this. And hey, we're not going to, how much do I get paid? I don't know. We'll tell you later. Hmm. Like, it's not like that. It's, it's like, hey, here's this. What do you guys think of it? So, if it doesn't work, it, it'll get changed it'll it'll it could it could be morphed into something else it could be completely axed out 
who knows? That's why Jimmy's going to test this right now. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. And that's what I learned with the shift work from talking with you guys too. Is I think like there is a little bit of a difference. I feel like folks who don't like the stress of multi-apping or they're just not as good at it as you guys are. I think they really do like this shift work because it's guaranteed, it's low stress, and it keeps their flexible schedule. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. That's been interesting. And I and I yeah. would get and I would guess that most and if it, if this be in pharmacy, I would guess most of it's in the day too. So you could still be doing all yeah. of your dashing and stuff, whatever you do, ride share by night because, I mean, let's face it, people don't want you delivering their meds at ten p.m. <laughs> you know that's just weird. <laughs> we'll find I, out. Yeah. I definitely appreciate uh, Para for uh, people you know like like Steve and Jimmy that are willing to this what separates them i think from the bigger companies is the is that they actually reach out they still have the ability to reach out to actual drivers and get their input on this stuff so i appreciate that yeah i mean you can't make you can't make something good if you're not talking to people right right you just I, can't otherwise yeah. i mean otherwise you're just one of the giants just your plan is to destroy mm -hmm. and if and any driver that gets in your way they're going to get destroyed too yeah you remember that that doordash article came back came out last year or something like that it was doordash was going to bring back a policy where they required their engineers to put in a certain number of hours delivering doordash and their engineers were like what that's not in my contract i don't have to i make it i make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year doing you know working on the doordash app i don't need to drive for and it's now and, they're laid uh, off yeah <laughs> and then again, that's right. but, uh, now they're like now they're onboarding to be drivers. That's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Looking at you, Lyft. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, there. <laughs> that's DoorDash's new headquarters right there. But Ellen, okay, then I'll I'll even take it one step further. But right before, because we got to wrap this up, you guys. But right before, I would need to know this. Would you would you make a week out of twenty two an hour? If you could schedule Say ahead of time. Let's, because I know that scheduling is big with you, like it is with me, with your kid, yeah. your life, everything. Mm -hmm. I know that that's big with you. Would yes. you, is 22 an hour enough for you to go? <laughs> I would do 35, 40 hours doing that. I, I mean, 22 would be like, I guess, minimum. So, you know, I, 20 plus 22, it's something that I would, you know, consider. I would sure. think if you could get it up to like twenty eight, that would be enticing. And like you okay, said, on see, like a Tuesday and, and, and afternoon on a dead day. Right. Yeah. Which like that's one thing. Like okay. Twenty two on a Tuesday is one thing. Yeah. Twenty two on a Friday is another. Medicine. You know, it's. You know, I feel like and Tony said twenty eight. I was gonna say twenty five. I was gonna say I feel like the magic number for for Metro Cities is twenty five. Hmm. That's just me. But what you guys are doing is like a microcosm of what Hagerstown is, right? There's like, you know, 200 drivers in the town. They're like, yeah, I do it for 22. Some would do it as low as 19. Others only yeah, do it for 28. You know, I you guys it's... are like recreating what's going on right now. So it's just kind of cool. I, I have seen, for when I started doing rideshare back in 2014, the rates were, Lyft was paying like a dollar sixty-five a mile. And I met drivers that had been driving in 2013 where they said, oh, you guys are getting ripped off because they used to pay, they paid 225 a mile or two. And then before that, it was 275 a mile. And so they were looking at us like, oh, you guys are getting screwed. And then, but I, I signed on saying like, oh no, this is great. I'm making like 40, 50 bucks an hour. It's like, there's no perfect rates. Like there's always, <laughs> it's like frog I mean, and I would water. love to know if I could make 
22, 25, 30 bucks an hour doing yeah. um, like what I'm doing. Right. I just haven't found that, you know. <laughs> See here, I guess that's, that's weird to me. I guess I, I, I think I side a little more with Tony. I, mm -hmm. I, I'm more on the side that that would be my low. I could do better than that. I mean, I would right. love to. Don't get me wrong. It's not like I would cap at 22. I would love to find a way to do more. I don't know if it's oversaturation in this market and yeah. not very I'm generous customers. <laughs> Jimmy. I support you. <laughs> but yeah, no, but don't I get also... me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, 22, that's all it is. I'm, I, I, I maybe I misunderstood the question. I'm looking at like I don't make 22 an hour. I don't. Whether it's 40 hours and sometimes I do. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I, I can make like you know a really good delivery and tips are fantastic and I'm 30 dollars an hour. But if it was like the guaranteed and the kind of work that Jimmy was saying, like delivering medicine, you know, it would. There's a lot less stress in it. It's You're a less stress it's, it's and, just... you know, and if lot, the miles are low, but no, I'm not saying, oh, only give me 22. That's all I need. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> None of yeah, us are saying that. No. <laughs> if I have to I'm wear a mask, that, it's like, got to be if it was like an additional 10 an hour. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, Jimmy, I think that's, uh, I think that's the answer is, uh, there's a lot of answers. Yeah, everybody's different. <laughs> yes. uh. Yeah. No, and like someone like Alan too, like to give you a perspective on the other side of, you know, like the people who work with drivers and stuff, like when I talk to the Helens of Hagerstown, right? Like I'm totally fine keeping your schedule as flexible as you want and like doing the 24 hour thing. My only request is that if you do book something, uh, you do indeed show up and finish it. And because you're a reliable yes. driver, that means that if you want to work a lot one week and not at all the next, like we could not care less. So long as when you book something, you do indeed show up. So you're not you're not promising yourself the twenty two dollars per hour forever. You're just promising yourself the twenty two dollars per hour on any day of the week that you feel like that's the best way you can get. Right, where you any yeah. day you pull a block and you and you book it, you better you better show up. Yeah. I mean and it'll be that like it's not I'm not trying to sound W two ish. I'm just saying like <laughs> If you're saying, hey, I do need those four hours at 22, I'll take those. It's still gig world. You're still flexing your time. You're saying, yeah, I'll work those hours for this. It's just like a contractor would do. You're making a deal for $88 yeah, for four hours of your time. It's the reward, basically, for being completely reliable. Right. Because yeah. then it's like, well, sure. If she, because usually if you look at a dashboard and you're like, wow, she's only done one thing last month. Can we really trust her to show up? No, I'm not sure. Maybe we should give it to, to someone else. But like, if we know that she's good for it, then she can hop in and out as much or as little as she wants. I mean, if it unlocked more opportunity for future projects that I know your guys are building that I can make more income in the future with, you know, I'd sacrifice a little bit of dollars per hour for, um, the resume that you're talking about that upward mobility yes and then and, and jimmy if you're not fully aware i know that jimmy does listen to a lot of our, the replays of these so he, he's heard us but david and i have talked about several times which you already know about you know the uh the personal dispatch system and and kind of building your own your own node that para is then able to say no these are reliable workers that we're using here so the the people that para approaches who would be sending out these orders feels very secure because they know that they have enough people in the area 
to take care of the business, which is really what they need to feel secure in to work yeah. with Para. So, um, you know, it's hard to go up against these giants. And to be honest, that's a big thing. But if I, I think I'm with I'm with Tony on that one too. That if you if you were a, if that was helping build your node, if it was helping make your your profile a little better, even on, on in how Para places you, or maybe offers you a job first if it's round robin or what you know like if that helps you to down the road as more opportunities come i would give four hours a week because it's it's kind of even to the multi-appers like all of us like that's just another thing i'm doing four hours of i'll do that i'll do i'll pick and i'll pick a day just like i do with everything i do okay but tuesdays i'll take blocks but right yeah, because like in all of the apps, there's no like incentive for you to be the best driver or the like, okay, yeah, I right. got five yeah, stars that's, that's on Uber. What does that get me? Right. It, it, I, I've, it doesn't, doesn't, Uber does not care like how many five stars you get. You could be picking up everybody in a Rolls Royce Phantom and it's like, you could be deactivated tomorrow. Like they don't know where you exist. You're a number in the system with these companies. So, yeah, there is uh and that's always been something about is that something, Jimmy, before we be seriously before I wrap that bring this show to a close, is that is that something <laughs> that is is a possibility to or is that something you've been thinking about? Like that you can build up yourself a little bit with doing this? Yeah. No, I think so. I think for us and like I think you guys are like figuring out what we figured out, which is like, you know, we're here, Pair wants to do this. I think there are there's basically, you know, I don't want to over exaggerate. I feel like there's almost infinite demand for, from drivers across the country, right? If you know, sure. if you offered people 25 bucks an hour with flexible scheduling and whatnot, like, you know, that line never ends. And so, really, the, the last piece I, of the puzzle is, can we get the work for these guys? That's I guess the, the other thing with me though is like, you know, like like we were just talking about though, are those the reliable ones though too? Are those the Ellens, me, Joe, and Tonys? who, yes, when we take that block, we will show up because this is a problem Curry has all the time. They're the same way. It's like, don't take a route or a, a, a ride that pays high if you are not going to show up. Do not do it. And if you right. do, and they have a thing, cancel 24 hours in advance. And even that, you do that a couple times, you're going to get deactivated. Well, um, like, they really just don't like it. So, my My example is like Grubhub, right? So they give you access to scheduling on Saturday if you're just a partner. But if you're connected to their acceptance rate crap, then you can schedule like four days earlier. But, you know, if I were to be more connected with how well I serve the customers and how good I do for the company, then then I would rather do it like that, you know. Yeah, Joe, you feel, I mean... You've, you, how, I mean, would that, it, yeah, I, uh, the shoot. little bit of lower, if it's even a little bit lower of pay, that pay, doing it in blocks, if it helped you build something, absolutely, does that mean anything to you? Absolutely, yeah, I, I think, uh, um, uh, and that's, and that's what I feel like I've been really missing out on in the last eight years of, of Uber and Lyft is that, uh, you know, I could be the best driver in the world and it doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm just another driver. And it's like all that effort I put into putting video games and stuff of like that and making the car like this, 
you know, the most comfortable, I always have a bottle of water stocked and everything. It's like, it doesn't mean anything with these companies. It's like, right. it's only personal. It's really comes down to like, oh yeah. And it's just, I feel better. Like I'm doing a good job, but it will be so much nicer. Like if these companies missed out the, on, on building any kind of driver loyalty, um, they early on, they made the decision that it was cheaper just to like, to just have this replacement automate the system. And so like, there's, there's no, there's no humanity in these companies, but, but then again, it's for profit. They're not for people. They're not supposed to be this like, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, down the road, everything is though. So I mean, even, yeah. even though, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying Para is going to become that tomorrow either, but like, you know, down the road, it's, it's not a nonprofit either. Yeah, but it's looking to it's looking to be just honest, pay people right, treat them right, that's and, yeah. hel and help them even navigate the apps right. There's a whole lot to it, but you know, I, I mean, Joe, when you and I started Rideshare in 2015, they called us partners. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but I think it was around 17, 18 when they took that word away. Right, that's right. All of a sudden, yeah. you weren't you weren't an Uber partner anymore. It was become a driver. No, it, it's, it's now just, it's an it's, earner. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's, you know, but there was a big, when they came on to my market and yeah. it was become an Uber partner and I was an, a, I was a true independent contractor working laser and other production shows. I thought, okay, this is a part. Okay. I understand this. and This is good. I like this. Mm -hmm. My time. This is how I do independent contractorship, but it's completely evolved to what he, what you're saying, corporate, it's and, yeah, and they, they just you know, you know we're, you're nothing more than a number. And and, and what happened to Ellen's dad is is a symptom of of their what how screwed up these companies are. You know, it's just he gets he's top dasher and he gets deactivated by this. You know, the and right. like there's they they they, they cut and in his case didn't even the, do it either. You know, it's like right. geez. How did I, I was um, Van? You meant yeah. Van got deactivated because for that same uh, that same allocate. Uh, uh, yeah. How did how did Van? What did what was Van's process of getting back online? He's not back on. He's not. Oh, uh, oh. well. Right. At when that happened, he did get back on, but he's off. Van's had a. Right. I think like, let let's just say Van might have had a twin brother who had other accounts. Or, oh. I don't know. Yeah, something. <laughs> multiple accounts were involved or yeah. something. So I, yeah, it's, it's looks like I mean, it's short of us getting a lawyer and and it's like the dashing and, trader. Let's put it that oh, way. Okay. You know, this guy is now calling out people who are no tippers, and he gets deactivated, right? <laughs> and so his latest video is like he's been doing all these. I'm gonna call people out. So he's like, why are you not tipping? You know, I make two bucks for this, and he's like calling them out, calling them out, and. There, he's, he's blurring their faces, but he's putting the video. He's been deactivated. As soon as he got deactivated, he's not blurring his video, all their faces. Well, right. So, <laughs> so, so he's like, you know, he puts a video out saying I was deactivated. So on that video, it wasn't quite clickbait because he's like, I was deactivated. But if you don't think I have a handful of accounts, you're crazy. That wasn't my primary account. <laughs> so, I mean, he's got other accounts. He's got burn, basically uh, burner accounts for gig work. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Which that kind of thing falls into what happened to Ellen's dad. I think part of that is actually right. becomes a problem too. So, yeah, because they don't have face ID or whatever. Right, and which which is another. Don't even get me started because it's like <laughs> autonomous. The face ID really because my iPhone has great face ID, yeah. Yeah. but 
those can't even tell like your the ethnic background or if you're a man or a woman it runs on microsoft right. come on guys <laughs> yeah the program <laughs> you know like, quit using checker and quit using facial recognition that just straight up works 60 percent of the time oh, the yeah, thing, since yeah. i've grown a beard the uber doesn't like me for the oh, face yeah. id <laughs> no. um but yeah, so I want to thank all you guys for being here today because this is the new year. And I hope that nobody took this as a gloom and doom because, again, I'm pumped about it. Yeah. I'm just going to approach it differently than I did last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just go, okay, it's January 2nd. Let's turn on the app and be depressed about it. I'm going to be, I'm going to be proactive about my gig work. Oh, you know, I'm going to, if I, if I'm going to be like, I'm not playing anymore. Like I'm not playing the games. If it, it, it bonuses, like, no, forget it. I, what's the straight pay? Show me. I don't care about your bonuses. I don't care about your games. And I'm not going to do a seven, five trip streak where I know that fifth trip takes an hour to get it. Don't even play me. Tony shoe has been listening the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's been right there. He's yeah. I just had my wife request that last trip. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's where I'm at. It's not negative. It's actually more positive than I've ever been about it. But I think there's some changes that have kicked me in that direction where I'm just like, this has gone too far. This mm-hmm. needs to be dealt with. And I'm going to make things work for myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm making dumpling work. So, um, you know, and other apps. So, uh, Jimmy, you're going to have to come back and join us after Hagerstown and uh actually show your face which he's actually done on the on these before so it's not like he's hiding <laughs> it's no um, thanks for letting me come man i'm not uh, you know i'm not the uh the picture above joe's head right there but you know try my best to sub it no i i think it but i also think it was good that you were here because jimmy's somebody that takes in a lot of what the drivers are saying and here you go here's some drivers in four markets or three tony don't say but you know Three big markets. Here's three drivers, and you're you're sitting in with us and hearing our feedback about all this, and maybe you're even gathering some of what I'm saying about 2023. It's a, I'm hearing this from a lot more people than just me in different ways about being proactive, not not letting the apps bully them anymore, kind of thing. Like yeah. that's that those days are done. People yeah, know I'm they're listening to you guys. Yeah, thanks yeah. for sharing. People people know their marks now, and now they're like, look, if you're not going to pay me this, I'm not working that app anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, so you know everybody's into spark everybody's into this but those two will fall let's be honest they, it's, spark is gonna pay you 35 bucks an hour forever they're just not um yeah you know, i know because they don't pay their managers good because i used to be one <laughs> <laughs> but uh that said we're you guys we're gonna have jimmy back um david's gonna get better before uh next week for sure mm-hmm. I know he's at he's at a tough holiday. Uh, I was wrapping with him today. So, uh, Jimmy, travel safe, folks. That's a wrap. I want to thank Ellen, Joe, and Tony for joining us. And you can find all of their uh, channels in the show notes. So please check out their channels. And uh, thank you everybody for watching. Enjoy David and I back here next week. Uh, we have a, a a crazy lineup this month. Um, so next week we'll kind of be moving back more into specific gigs and talking about specific apps. This was more about the moving into the year, but, um, we've got, you know, we had, we've had so many great 
people already, but we've got some really, really good ones lined up this month, including one that's just, so we've got like Lou and Mary who never do things and Kim going to be on for one where we're just going to dive into DoorDash a few weeks in. We got uh, just, we have an episode where it's just going to be uh, Torsten and us. Oh, cool. Um, and I haven't, I haven't done anything with the, with the rideshare professor in a year and a half. Yeah. And we're going to have him on because, you know, he's, you know, I know a lot of people have different opinions on the guy, but hey, he's got a lot to say and he's got a lot of experience. Say what you want. There's a lot to be learned there. So yeah, Torsten's um, been in it for uh as long as I've been um around on this stuff. And and that's like yeah. And he's also a <laughs> amazing dancer. Um if you <laughs> if the mood is right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean when I you know, when I've sat down with Torsten, I have great conversations. We've had a couple of there. We did one interview and that was just about safety. And I mean, that that went great. So it's a lot different than what he does too, you know, because he's very mad at these companies and there's a whole story there. So he's, but he, and and it's not just talk with, I've seen him. He's driven thousands of miles, like showing up to these events and protesting and standing up for these drivers. I can, I can vouch for that. Yeah. Yeah. So there, I think it's the last, it's the third, the, the 30th of this month is just going to be David Torsten and I, so it won't be a full round table like we do every week, but it will just be the three of us. But even throughout the the month, we have some old, we have some new guests coming on. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys, uh, thank you again. And everybody uh, have a happy new year. Happy new year, uh, Steve. And uh, we will. Yeah, and we will, we will, we will be keep checking back with us because we're going to be breaking the gig economy down hard this year. That's right. It's it's time to really get into it and quit just kind of talking around it and strategies. It's time to talk about strategies on on how to how to beat it. (laughs) You know how to how how to how to make it work the best you can for what it is. So and, and and enjoy it though too, because do remember, even though things continue to decline or this or that happens, other apps come up, and you still have the flexibility. We still have the things that we need these days. Things have changed, and the old W two format jobs just don't seem applicable for a lot of people anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even companies. So I'm not just saying for people working, the companies are looking to get away from this. So uh, I do want to thank all you guys and uh, we will see you back here next week on the show. Peace.